You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. With you, we're going to make another attempt at this doubleheader thing that I said was going to happen yesterday. Um, As some of you may have seen on Twitter, it was a rough day yesterday. Um, Kite co-host is not doing well. Um, She spent most of yesterday throwing up, and there was blood in some of it. And like dark brown stuff in another part of it. Um, she is recovering right now. She is in the closet on top of my laptop bag, which is one of her favorite spots. But um, yeah, she's doing a little better. She ate some food. So I can give a positive update on Kide co-host for now. She has not thrown up since 2 a.m. So hopefully everything is all right there. Um, We can move forward, uh, talk about more Blue Jays transactions because they made another move today that I'm admittedly baffled by. And we will talk about that in the second half. But we will begin with the news from... Uh, yesterday that we didn't really get a chance to talk about because, again, the best laid plans often fall by the wayside. Um, so there was an article published on Sportsnet by David Singh in regards to Bo Bichette and how he's handling his time at AAA. And basically, Bo did not mince words that he feels he should be on the major league roster right now. And I don't think you are going to find a lot of Blue Jays fans that would argue that um, Bo shouldn't be up with the team. He's been stellar since coming back from his injury. Um, He's up to 309 in 46 games at the AAA level. Seven home runs, 30 RBIs, um, 14 stolen bases, which, I mean, the Blue Jays would love that speed right now. So he's kind of proven that he's he's done what he can do at the AAA level. He's hitting at the level that Kevin Biggio was when he was called up. Um, but it was the tone in the article that I think set a lot of people up. Um, to be kind of upset. Because um, in the article, Bo seemed very impatient with everything that's been happening. Um, and it's, it's not a shock. I mean, this is Vlad Jr. all over again. Um, but Bo's like... I've done everything they asked me to do, perform, put up numbers, gotten better as an athlete, as a teammate. 
It's like, if he's not ready in their mind, there's something new that they need to tell me I need to get better at. That was his, that was his words to David Singh in that article. But what I don't think Bo really understands about the situation, like, I mean, going into the season, he did have to prove he was ready. And the injury derailed that. And now, sure, he can say he's ready, but you you have to give the Blue Jays a chance to actually make room for Bo Bichette. I mean, they have Freddie Galvis and Eric Sogard on the roster now, and both of those guys are important parts of the, of the Blue Jays machine right now. So essentially one of them is going to have to go. And we said it probably is going to be Freddie Galvis since he's more built to be a starting shortstop and should be a starting shortstop in this league. So it's more than likely that um, that's how the Blue Jays are going to create that space. And then once one of those two is are moved, then Bo is going to get the 40-man slot and Bo is going to be promoted. But it, it, yeah, you kind of wonder what the awareness is to make a claim like that. And I've seen other Blue Jays voices in the social media being like, oh, this is, this is Vlad Jr. again. And, oh, they're, they're ticking off their young stars and, and they're not going to be, wanting to resign with the organization like <sighs> wow um first of all like i said i would hope bobachet understands the situation and is able to see that yes he may be ready but they do need to create space i mean you can you can have a a ready-made desk built and ready to go but if you have nowhere to put it in your apartment you're not gonna bring it into your apartment to use metaphors from aj's real life but to to think that you know this is going to be the straw that means Bo Bichette is going to go sign somewhere else in free agency that that vlad jr was held down until like late april is going to be the straw that breaks their back. That's discounting what six years of work can do. And I understand that, again, this is a Toronto fan base taking lessons from other sports and trying to apply it to the Blue Jays. I mean, they just saw Kawhi Leonard win a championship and walk out the door. But it's it's not as simple as that. Kawhi was an already established superstar with one year and the strong desire to go home that he made known when he was in San Antonio. These guys are both young. They're both below the age of 22. They're both just starting their careers. And the Blue Jays have six years of control, at least, on both of them. That is a long time to get acclimated. That is a long time to love this city. That is a long time to get some victories. And I highly doubt that making Bobachette wait two weeks while they, you know, made room to bring him in is going to affect that. So let's just stop that thought right now. Let's stop overanalyzing every single thing because it it's not only going to drive fans insane, it's going to drive athletes insane. So let's just chill on that for a little bit. Bobachette will be up with the Blue Jays this season. 
very likely around the trade deadline. He's just, again, there's got to be that awareness. And I know he hit two home runs last night for Buffalo. So, again, it's it's just, it, it's a timing thing, and they got to work that through. So, speaking of timing, we're going to talk about the timing of another move that the Blue Jays made that, honestly, I'm just, I'm kind of shaking my head a little bit at the move. So we'll talk about that in a sec. But first, just a reminder, um, we have a new sponsor on the podcast. That sponsor is Postmates. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service. All year round, they will bring stuff to your door. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download like download the Postmates app and use the code locked on to get that credit and never have to venture outside of your house ever again. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. And we are back. So um, the Blue Jays made another roster move today. It was expected they were going to have to move someone around to make room for today's starter, Thomas Pannone, which we'll see what kind of state Thomas Pannone is in, given that he wasn't able to fly to Boston. He had to drive. He had to to get a drive from Buffalo to Boston last night. So I am sure Thomas Pannone is in the perfect mindset to take on the Red Sox. Um. We, we shall see about that. Um, I am recording this at like, um, well, I, I started recording this after the game started. And admittedly, I've been focused on this. And yeah, um, yeah it's currently 4 nothing. Raphael Devers did what Raphael Devers does and I hate him for it because he only seems to do it against the Blue Jays, but whatever. Um, I'm amazed Thomas Minone got through, uh, got through four scoreless considering what he did. But what I'm questioning is the move that the Blue Jays made to make room for Thomas Pannone. And that was to DFA the Monarch of Meat the Sultan of Salami, uh, Nick Kingham, which if you listen to me talking on Jays from the Couch radio earlier this week, Kingham's been very good for the Blue Jays. If you look at his at his record, he has a 350 ERA in 10 appearances, 18 innings pitched. He's been a good long man out of the pen. You look at his whip and it's a bit exaggerated at 1.61. But he has been able to keep those runners from scoring on the base paths. Um, I just, I, I did not think that should have been the move. Um, you had Jacob Wagsback, who's optionable, who just started. I don't know if the plan is to keep him for another turn in the rotation against, um, oh, he would go in the series opener against Cleveland, judging from the slots. Um, Oh, wait, no, sorry. That would be 
Aaron Sanchez, who we're not going to talk about today. Um, Wags Pack would be the series finale against Detroit. So, okay, I can see keeping Wags Pack over that. Um, but then you have Justin Schaefer, who's optionable. And Derek Law, who's pitched way worse than Nick Kingham this season. And um, I actually had a question on Twitter who I thought would go first um, or who was on the roster bubble, either Derek Law or Nick Kingham. And I said Law because the stats are there. Kingham's been more effective than Law all season. Law's ERA has been hovering around seven. And I say Justin Schaefer as Justin Schaefer enters the game for Thomas Pannone and immediately gives up a hit. So good work, Justin. But I I am just kind of baffled that like this isn't this isn't Edwin Jackson who had one good appearance and got DFA'd and you're fine. It's a 35 year old guy who wasn't effective. Um, Nick Kingham's younger than Derek Law. Has been more effective for the Blue Jays than Derek Law. Offers more length than Derek Law. And I I'm baffled as to why he was chosen. And like I don't think the Blue Jays are gonna be able to sneak him through waivers like they do um Edwin Jackson or even Derek Law for that manner. I think Kingham pitched well enough that he's probably gonna get claimed by a team that's looking for some length in his bullpen. Or has just traded off some pitchers. Hello, Kansas City. But, again, with a guy as young as Kingham, who is showing, you know, some improved results, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this move whatsoever. I'm going to guess Derek Law got to stay, because if you DFA Derek Law, then what do you have to show for Kevin Pillar? Uh, because, you know, if you want to save face, I guess, on that trade, then you have to keep Derek Law around. But, again, it's it's a surprising move. Um, it, it, it still kind of bothers me, because, again, even in, in short bursts, Kingham was effective. Um... And I know they got Wilmer Font coming in and they want to have Wilmer Font as like that opening option for some of these younger guys like Wagspack, like Thomas Pannone, like Sean Reed Foley when he comes back up. But again, I just thought this this is kind of similar to Javi Guerra um, being DFA'd earlier this season. Like, like, even Guerra was more understandable than that. Guerra's a 33-year-old journeyman. Fine. You paid out, I'm going to assume, more money for Nick Kingham than you did for Edwin Jackson or Wilmer Font just because of the age. So it just seems like a bit of a squandering. And again, we'll see what happens with Kingham. If he goes down to Buffalo, that could be great. They could build him up as a rotation arm and, and have him come back later on in the season if they want. But... I don't know. It it just didn't strike me that Nick Kingham earned that DFA designation yet. But again, as I said on Jason from the Couch Radio, it's why I'm here and I'm not in the front office. So what do I know? Well, I know a fair bit, I guess. That's why y'all keep coming back. Just a reminder, if you're not subscribed 
to the Lockdown Blue Jays podcast, you can do so on Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Um, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Locked On Blue Jays or Locked On Jays. Either one will get you there. And follow me on Twitter at AJ Andrews. Just replace the periods with underscores. And yeah, we can continue this this discussion on, you know, how many other meat-based nicknames we are going to be missing out on without Nick Kingham on the Major League roster. And um, yeah, I will be back with you later to talk about essentially the performance during the Boston series, as well as... Um, Potentially some other things coming up. We have Marcus Stroman getting ejected uh, from one of the games, which is funny. Um, And we will possibly be talking about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and his continued struggles yet again, because I know that's a popular topic, but something we have to talk about. So until then, until later today, Hopefully, you know, barring um, another bout of illness from Kitty co-host. Um, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and for everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to the first, hopefully, of two of today's episodes. And y'all take care.